How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Keep It Kayfabe podcast. I have my friends Kai and Evan here today. They're going to help me break down a wrestling match and an MMA fight. So welcome them. Say hi, guys. Duh. What's so, up, everybody? So the injury bug has hit WWE and the UFC, and the USADA bug is still running rampant. John Jones, Brock Lesnar, and Leoto Machida, who all failed USADA drug tests, have been removed from the official UFC rankings. John Jones was the interim light heavyweight champion. He's gone. Mm. Lesnar was uh, ranked top 10 heavyweight. He's gone, and Leoto's gone too. And WWE, Bray Wyatt has a leg injury. Big E's out with a groin injury. Nikki Bella underwent neck surgery, and she's still out. She's going to be cleared soon, and she's going to return to SmackDown as a part-time wrestler. Uh, WWE women's wrestler Paige is out. She has scoliosis, as revealed on the Steve Austin podcast last year. Uh, there's still no word on what's keeping her out, but a shoulder injury may also be keeping her out. Um, of note, she has some backstage issues because her fiance, Alberto Del Rio, is going to leave the company in November, and she's reportedly leaving too. So it could, she could be on hiatus right now, sitting out her contract, or she could be legitimately hurt. There's still no word on that. Shelton Benjamin uh, was going to re-sign to WWE for their SmackDown brand. They rebooted SmackDown Live, and they need some younger wrestlers to, to carry the show. So they were going to sign Shelton Benjamin, who was there uh, 10 years before. Yeah, He was going to be the next big thing, but... Uh, he left the company around 0809 to work in it, on the independent scene. Uh, it was just announced that he has a shoulder injury, so he's not going to be not going to be coming back. That's a huge blow to his career, and that might be the last time we hear about him in the WWE. Last night we had UFC Fight Night: Rodriguez versus Caceres. Uh, Holly Holm was actually shown on screen, and she had a cast on. Uh, this is presumably because she shattered her left thumb and she needed to get that worked on. Then we have the Alex Caceres versus Yair Rodriguez. Uh, Alex Caceres is also nicknamed Bruce Leroy. So there's that. So if we say Bruce Leroy, please don't get confused. But uh, this fight saw Yair Rodriguez storm down uh, Bruce Leroy and throw crazy flying kicks and Superman punches, but he didn't connect much. Lots of flying kicks. Yeah. Um, so what do you guys think about the fight? I thought it was a lot of theatrics i mean very entertaining theatrics that is but in terms of substantive like damage and all of that it was a little bit underwhelming yeah, yeah. it was it was i mean if, as far as fights go in the ufc i thought it was kind of a weak fight um i mean it, both really great fighters nothing not taking away anything from the fighters it just i, I just feel like it wasn't a great matchup yeah i definitely feel like either of these guys against uh someone who wanted to engage would have been good but you had uh, Caceres, who's a counter-striker, and he wasn't playing Rodriguez's game. And uh, Rodriguez likes to charge in, and Caceres wasn't just going to stand there and get hit. So, yeah, it was definitely a, a, a decent fight. It wasn't great. Um, definitely some uh, definitely some interesting and unorthodox-type spinning kicks from Rodriguez, though. Takedown attempts. A lot of and, those, those yeah. like, somersault kicks were were pretty interesting i thought yeah i i really think that without i think if he was a little older and he didn't waste all that energy and the and the times that he did charge in he connected he would definitely be able to put a hurting on a lot of people at 145 yeah um on the ground he looked a little weak against bruce leroy um yeah he was scrambling out of everything in the third round uh bruce leroy actually almost finished him he was on he was on top mount and he was pounding a pounding down ground to pound but that didn't really amount to anything actually that's the only round bruce leroy won and a judge still gave all he gave four out of the five rounds to bruce leroy and all the other judges gave uh gave four rounds to to rodriguez see how how does how does that happen how does how does one guy how, how, all the other two other two judges scored <laughs> definitively 
definitively. And this guy just says, nope, we're giving four rounds to, to Leroy. Well, there's a couple things. One, the judge might not have known which fighter was which. That's happened before. Another case, uh, there was Demetrius Johnson versus Ian McCall, and this was happening because they, they didn't have a 125-pound title at the time. It was like 2011 or 2012, and they were having a tournament to find out who was going to be the first flyweight champion. And uh, there was a fight between Ian McCall and Demetrius Johnson, and I'm pretty sure what happened was Bruce Buffer read the judge's cards wrong or the score wrong, or the judge rendered his score wrong. Oh, so they I pretty. Think I remember this. I remember an, an announcer raised. He raised the wrong hand or something along those lines. He read. He read the decision wrong. Yeah, they had to. They had to scrap that. the fight essentially, and yeah. uh, I'm pretty sure it was a, a no contest. And then Demetrius Johnson ended up winning the the next fight that they had. But that could have changed the history of the flyweight division because right now McCall's like half retired. Like he's still fighting, and uh, he was actually just going to fight at UFC 201, but his opponent couldn't make weight, so he's on the next. Next card now, which is, you know, not bad for him. But you think maybe Caceres's nickname of Bruce Leroy, maybe that threw off a judge. Maybe that threw that guy off. He didn't know who, man. Like you said, you didn't know who. No, was who. for re- I mean, yeah. for really, really, I, it might because we mentioned in the beginning that is definitely that could definitely confuse people, especially if you don't know the guys who they are. Yeah, but also at the same time, I feel like it could be that, and it could be maybe this judge doesn't really know the rules that well. And, like, you know what I mean? He just scores fights wrong because, like, there's this ref, Sal Diamato, where he, like, every time it's, like, the same thing. Two judges will, will give it clean to one guy, and he'll give it clean to the other guy. So it's, like, it really has to be looked yeah. into, though, because this happens a lot. Yeah, it's not just, like, well, a... Well, I mean, we've talked about how the scoring and everything and judging, how it, they definitely need to revamp the way the way they score these fights, for and sure. And that really fucks them, too, because uh, a lot of these guys, their paychecks, like, they only get, t- say, $20,000 to fight. If they win, they get forty thousand. So it essentially doubles their whole entire paycheck, and they have to pay for fight camps. They have to pay for travel. Well, not all the time, but they have to pay for you know travel for their trainers and all that. That's not all covered. Like their their expenses are covered, but you know fight camps and all that type of stuff isn't. So yeah, it's uh it could be an expensive mistake. Then in the cruiserweight classic this week, we had Tommaso Ciampa versus Johnny Gargano. Gargano and Ciampa are a tag team in NXT. Uh, they're probably going to feud for the NXT title soon, but here they were in the Cruiserweight Classic in the opening round against each other, and the winner moves on, and the loser is eliminated. You two aren't really up current with wrestling right now, but uh, as non-current fans, what did you think of the Gargano-Ciampa match? I definitely thought it was they definitely it was definitely good promos. They promoted very well and these these guys are definitely they definitely are into it and they're definitely somebody fans I feel like fans could get behind. I mean, I I was getting behind them. I I enjoyed the, I enjoyed watching that. I really did. It was a great fight and they both seemed really emotional and into it and like I said it was it was something you could you believe in them. You believe what they're doing is 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 what they're doing and it, I I really like that. Kai, what do you think? I I agree with everything Evan said. I mean, I think promotionally, the promo was one of the best parts, and I think throughout the match, the way that they played off of the you know the relationship that they have as tag team partners, the various things you know um, when uh, Tompas or Chompas or whatever uh, slid down his kneecap or whatever, 
kind of was hesitating. Yeah. Yeah. And I called him doing that, too. Like, I thought he was yeah, yeah. drilling with the knee, but he pulled it back up. And that, yeah, that, that ended that up being, me. you know, the fatal mistake in the match that ended yeah. up causing him mm-hmm. to lose. Well, see, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, there really are crazy storylines that, like, aren't necessarily, like, big or anything. But, like, if you're, if you're like, investing and you're paying attention, like, there is little stuff like that. Right. But it does take the right character to do it and, like... Like you said, if you watch Raw and you see you see people half as it, you you just yeah you know exactly. this That's, you, you know what you know what I really like about the Cruiserweight Classic too is I I mean I've only seen I've watched two two episodes of the Cruiserweight Classic and what I like about it is the way they have it, the way the format of it is is anybody can just you can jump in and start watching it from wherever and you're still gonna enjoy it it's still gonna be absolutely a, just a blast to watch because these guys are all just high flying. All sorts of just doing all sorts of crazy stuff that I mean you don't you haven't seen in the WWE yeah. before. Yeah, like I, and, and to add on to the just the pure athleticism aspect of it, the the aspect of it like we were just talking about the they were very compelling at selling what they were trying to sell. And for me as an outsider, generally speaking, in these realms, that's one of my biggest problems with a lot of wrestlers is that the believability aspect of it. With those guys, they, yeah. If they don't believe no it, doubt, if they don't believe it, why the hell should you believe exactly. it? Exactly. You know, if you and, don't care and anyway. With, and with yeah. those guys, there's absolutely no question that like they believed it more than anybody else. Like that wasn't an act, really, for mm-hmm. them. It was, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was telling you guys before, I thought this was actually uh, one of the best TV matches I've seen in recent years. And actually, rewatching it, the in-ring match wasn't that good. It was a great match. It was probably, probably a four to five, not five star match, but probably a four star match. But um. Definitely the in-ring promos uh, after, especially after the match, where Ciampa freaked out and was going to walk away on Gargano, and then he ended up sitting down next yeah, to him and hugging it. him at the end. That was that was pretty good. I thought that was really well done. No, it definitely was, and you you could see in all even even in there, like all the fans that were there were getting into it. Like as, as soon as he stepped out of that ring, all the fans started chanting, chanting, "Go back, go back." Because they, you know, they want, they want yep. to see that too. They're that, fucking; those guys are brothers. That they is another. See, yeah, I love it. Well, I was gonna say that that really is another thing that helps. Like on Raw, there's just like you know, fifteen thousand fans in attendance, and like they're not really hardcore fans. They're just they're just people who don't really follow the product. They're there. They don't they don't all know the chance or anything. But these the the NXT shows and the Cruiserweight Classic specifically those. Those shows, the yeah, the hardcore fans went there, and they get behind it. They make wrestling more fun than, like... Yeah, I mean, we saw the little Daniel Daniel Bryan uh, chant that got started during the Cruiserweight dude, Classic there, and they started going nuts for it. That's another thing, is Mauro Ranello and uh, Daniel Bryan on commentary, they're not there to get themselves over. They're not there to, to promote themselves. They're there to tell the story in the ring. Uh, because they love wrestling. They help suspend disbelief. You can buy into it. Yeah, because they love wrestling. Uh, and especially Daniel Bryan, it just shows through. He's so happy for these guys when he talks that it makes you excited about the product, mm-hmm. makes you want to watch it, it helps you invest in the match. Yep, absolutely. And then, last but not least, we have our quick Raw and SmackDown rundown. On Raw, we have Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor for the Universal title. That's going to take place at SummerSlam. Uh, this past Monday on Raw, we have Randy Orton and Brock Lesnar feuding. So during a Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar promo, Orton cut through the arena and then uh, landed an RKO on Brock Lesnar and then fled the building as the whole roster came out to uh, protect Raw. Um, on SmackDown, we have Dolph Ziggler versus Dean Ambrose. They're going to face for the uh, WWE Championship at SummerSlam. And we had a similar angle where Brock Lesnar invaded SmackDown. And uh, 
nailed Randy Orton, and then the whole roster ran out to uh, to a panic. So it's really early on in the draft split, but they uh, they're mixing up the shows already, which I don't really mind it because this is a cross a cross brand feud, and uh, it's going to lead to a, a great payoff match at SummerSlam. So I can forgive it here as long as it doesn't become the norm. So uh, that's it for the Keep It Kayfabe podcast. I'd like to thank Kai and Evan for for being on the show today. And uh, thank you very much for listening. If you like what you heard, give me a like and a share. And thank you very much. Bye.